Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello loves and welcome to the Radiant Life podcast. I'm really happy to have you here listening today because I feel like this is a message that needs to be talked more about and normalized in our society and I I briefly touched on this in like a previous episode the the one on like releasing pressure on timelines for those of you who are loyal listeners and listen to it thank you if you have not listened to it yet definitely go listen it's like one or two back and if you are a new listener here hi welcome my name is Tatiana and I am a master mindset manifestation coach and breathwork facilitator and I am obsessed with empowering you to become your best self so that you can create your most radiant life filled with like love and happiness and fulfillment. And this topic today around how to embody more of our feminine energy when we're in a world surrounded with masculine energy is something I'm really passionate about because it's something I'm a student in right now. And I've noticed that my almost my entire life I was operating in my masculine energy and you know masculine and feminine energy aren't genders they are their energies here so look I'm gonna break this down here for you for a second but I was always operating my masculine you know look at our society look around it's like this boss babe culture hustle hustle do 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 women are just as like capable of doing things as men which yeah but like I don't believe in comparing us to men I think we're better than men like we can birth children so like we were made we were created a little differently how can we embrace that right because there is power in the feminine energy and 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 it's like how do we have a balance because women are meant to have both feminine and masculine energy same with men like it's not this or that it's we're meant to have both but if you're over operating in one it can drain you it can make you hit burnout it can have you be misaligned and that's what happened to me i was just constantly in this masculine do do go go filled with like structure and routines and constantly being busy and just doing energy and i wasn't resting and flowing enough and what i've learned in like this last year really listening to my body and getting more connected to my feminine energy and what i've learned is that this culture this society this way of being is draining us women who are meant to operate in our feminine so let me break it down for you let me break it down maybe it's like the last year and a half two years but still either way so i started to really learn that women operate in a 20-day hormonal cycle right we have weeks where we have high energy where we feel like we're creating we're social we're we're extroverted and then we have some weeks that are more for like a hermit mode we come within we just want to lay and rest and and receive love and support from others you know like think about it the thing is is we're not taught 
enough about our bodies, our anatomy, our cycles growing up. And I'm a really big advocate for this. We're teenagers and we're just told, go on the pill. Oh, you have PMS. Oh, you have cramps. Oh, you have... Here, go on the birth control pill. Birth control is fucking our bodies up. They are... It's messing up our rhythm, our cycles. We're not in alignment. We're not connected to our bodies. And I fully stand by this because when I got off birth control, and I know so many stories with friends, family, clients too things radically shifted, improved mood. I used to struggle so much with anxiety and depression. I definitely think that played a role. Um, I was just, I I felt numb. I didn't feel connected to my body. I didn't feel as high of the highs. And I'm not blaming just birth control for that, but I do believe birth control is a mask. I read the book um, when I went off birth control in 2018, Women's Code. And she, she, the analogy was like, it's like putting a bandaid over a car engine that isn't working like you're not working with the root cause you're just putting a mask over it and then we wonder why women are unhappy or we're struggling with you know having babies and so I'm, I'm just gonna put that there you take it maybe do your own research but at the end of the day we're not being educated enough on our cycles and on our hormones because we live in a in a world where we're forced to operate in this 24-hour cycle doing the same things day after day, going to work at nine, leaving at five, yada, 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 which is totally against how us women are made to operate. That is for the men. Men operate in 24-hour cycles, whereas women operate in a 28-day hormonal cycle. Drastically different, right? So once I began to tap into my feminine energy, which has taken a lot to get to and I'm still working on it like I'm working on my that's like a huge goal of mine working with my coach right now is to embody more of my feminine energy but once I started that things began to flow better it felt more at ease and it's led me to bigger rewards and releasing the pressure and it kind of does tie into that episode that I that I recorded so let me break it down because like I said feminine and masculine energy has nothing to do with gender It's an energy that we all have and all should embody, but in a balanced way. So masculine energy is more of the doing mode. It comes from a place of no logic, reason. It's very structured and routine oriented, very action taking, doing, staying focused on task, focusing on our goals, like, you know, the get shit done energy. Whereas Feminine energy is more of the being mode where we're operating in a place of flow and ease. It's the state of being able to receive, the state of being connected to our intuition, where we're empathetic, where we're creative. And I feel like that's been shunned out a lot in this world, especially with this feminist movement over the last few decades of women are just as capable of men as men and it's like yeah but don't lose sight of what makes us unique and what we're here to provide the world and i think society is slowly shifting into that because i believe there is more awareness coming into into what has happened from neglecting the feminine energy over the last few years and more education and awareness around Um, what it's doing to our bodies and to our mental health and to our spiritual health, to our children, right? Like there's a lot more, more and more people are becoming aware of this. And at least that's what my environment is flooded with, which is beautiful. But the thing is, is it's important to have a balance of 
both energies because if you're too feminine then you're too flowy and you may not be taking enough action and doing the things you need to do routine wise and structure wise to reach your goals right but then if you're too masculine energy you may be going too hard and you may hit burnout which has happened to me many times so it's finding the balance of both And if you are a woman who, or someone who's operating more in your masculine energy and you want to learn how to tap into your feminine energy, here are a few tips on how I've been able to work on embodying my feminine energy when we're filled with the world of masculine. So the first one is getting connected with your heart and learning to build a relationship with your feelings, your emotions, and your intuition. Your intuition is like that inner voice within you and that um, that gut feeling that you know, like it's that in relationship with that self. And so it's learning about being open and vulnerable with those in your life, with yourself, and really opening up your heart. In a few ways I've been able to do this, it's, you know, I'll share more as we go down, but um, feeling my emotions as they arise without judgment, without suppressing them and just, if I need to cry, I need to cry. Okay, cool. That means nothing. Doesn't mean I'm weak. Doesn't mean shit. It just means I feel like crying right now. Cool. It means opening myself up to me. So journaling has been a beautiful way where I used to struggle getting into in my emotions and I you know I did I was on a lot of medications that I think played a role not just on birth control I used to be on Adderall and anti-depression and anti-anxiety medicines that numbed me out so it was hard for me but I also had a lot of um, baggage and trauma where I just unconsciously would suppress my emotions and I have an episode I think it's episode 80 where you know I used to have this belief and this persona of like bad bitches don't cry so my I had walls around my heart and I was like not gonna open up to you which is so funny because now I'm like the most open person and I'm like, here's all my stuff. This is who I am. But what helped me get there was building that connection and awareness to how I was feeling with me. So I used to write on the top of my journal entry, today I felt, and I would just sit there and I would just observe, how did I feel? And I would go through my day and be like, maybe, and it, it started like just explaining what happened. Oh, my coworker did this. Someone cut me off. But then eventually I'd have to ask my question, okay, but then how did that make me feel? And so then from there, I was able to say like, oh, really frustrated or I was really angry or that made me sad or upset. And that slowly allowed me to slowly open my heart up and, and, and get in tune with the emotions. And then from there, I was able to feel deeper sub ranges of that, right? Like hopeless or ecstatic or blissful. But like it first started with the first main emotions. Um, So that's my first tip is learning to get connected with your heart, your intuition, and your emotions. My second tip is getting into meditation. Giving yourself the space to learn to be still. And if you say, I remember someone told me this once, if you say you don't have time for meditation, then you are the person that needs to do it more. So maybe twice a day instead. Because there's always going to be something to do. There's always an excuse. But you're jeopardizing your mental and spiritual and emotional health by not taking time to slow down. And you're operating too much in the masculine by not slowing down. 
meditation gives you an opportunity to be present with yourself to then observe your thoughts and emotions. So maybe it's not the journaling, but you know, when I've been in meditation before, I've been like, oh, wow. I just noticed I got really angry thinking about that. Did I realize I was angry? Oh, wow. I just had this belief that I didn't think I was good enough. And that's why the client didn't sign up with me. Oh, where does that come from? Right? It's just a place to also learn just how to be present, relaxed, bringing you in a state of flow. The amount of ideas or downloads or messages I have received in meditation is beyond me. So many people say, well, I want to hear God. Like I'm praying, I'm asking God and I'm asking the universe, like, what do I do? But they're not taking the time to slow down to hear the answers. The feminine energy learn, knows how to retract and slow down to listen. Maybe it's a guided meditation. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's silence. Maybe it's a walking meditation where you're just without your phone, without your distraction, walking in nature and just observing the thoughts and the natures and the trees and the flowers. That's a form of meditation. There's many different forms of meditation. But how can you get yourself in this present still moment? Okay, my third tip, ooh, this is a good one. This is one I'm actually really working with still and trying to educate myself in. This is learning to sync your cycle with yourself, with your activities. With I have not done it with my business yet. I've heard a lot of women do that. I'm not there yet. Like I said, as women, we operate in a 28-day cycle where there's weeks where we're like, yes, I feel creative. Let me work on this work project or this launch or this content or whatever it is that you do, your social, let me go do the open houses for real estate. But then there's some weeks where you need to slow down and retract. And this is something where I'm not sure I'm, I'm going to have hope and belief that our society will come down to, to change things for women. But I, I do believe it's going to take a really long time. And it's going to take us women advocating for ourselves that we're not meant to be doing the same things nine to five every single day. It's not good for us. So what I'd started doing was I began to track my cycle. I have the app flow or there's period tracker, or even if you're on birth control, you should still be tracking your cycle. Um, when you're on birth control, it is what I've come to learn is like, it's tricking your body to be pregnant. So you're not going through ovulation phase, which essentially means, yeah, you can't get pregnant. That's the whole point of birth control, but like not the whole point, but the marketing aspect of it but in ovulation phase what i've learned is that that's where we get we're so much more sociable and extroverted and creative and ideas flow to us so if we're not having that week in our cycle for years because i was on birth control from 15 to god i don't even know 23 we're missing so much of a part of us it's like we're three quarters of a way we haven't even experienced that part of us right um, so just, just something to, you know, take, take into consideration how long you've been on it. And do you feel connected to your body? Would that support you in getting in tune? And I'm not here to promote get off birth control, but I'm here to educate you on what it's done for me and clients. And it has completely helped me heal and get deeper connected with myself, but begin to track it and notice to see how you feel on those weeks so that you can notice patterns, right? So with a client this week, we now know after working five months together on the week before her period, she gets very irritated. Her th- thoughts of, um, she, that of being lonely forever is going to like comes up thoughts of unworthiness come up and we're like, okay, cool. 
Now, now, since we're on the fifth month of tracking this and being aware of it, she handled it so differently. She's like, this is because I'm just in this cycle. These are just thoughts. This is what my body's going through. How can I now find activities and new thought patterns to shift this because it's not true instead of letting it dictate her. And this used to happen to me too. Um, how can you change your workouts? Maybe on those weeks you, you do more flow. So on those weeks I do more yoga, more walking, more, more, um, Pilates versus like heavy lifting the way I used to do. Oh my God. We're meant to have different meals, different nutrients, different projects based on our optimal times. So why not work with our bodies instead of against it? This is like my biggest tip is to learn more of your body. Start tracking your period. Okay. Fourth tip. Dance. Movement creates fluidity from our mind, our spirit, and our body, our souls. It's a way to move the energy within us and to express ourselves. I would also like to say here, I think, you know, singing is a beautiful way. It's allowing ourselves to just move energy. So ask yourself, when was the last time you sang? When was the last time you danced? I ask my clients all the time. They're like, well, I'm not a good dancer. I'm not a good singer. Or or I don't know. I feel embarrassed. I don't care. Close the door. Sing in the shower. Put your favorite song on in your bedroom. And just dance and move. And maybe that's jumping up and down. Maybe that's stomping. Maybe it's twerking. Who cares? It's just you in your bedroom. Dancing. Dancing away. Shaking and dancing and, and moving will put you in a different space. Um, they say it like two minutes of like jumping, like will drain your lymphatic system. And like, it's just hard not to be in a better mood after it. Let your body express. This is a beautiful way to get into your feminine energy, dancing and singing, flowing. All right. What is this? My fifth tip. I didn't number these, um, to embody more of your feminine energy is self-care practices. So like I said, finding ways to slow down and relax. Um, my favorite are baths. I love baths. I meditate in baths. I do breath work in baths. Breath work is also a great way with meditation to get yourself in the present moment and be still in mindfulness. Um, I love putting candles and bubbles and soft music. Like, how can you spoil yourself? Maybe you don't have a bath. So I used to do, when I didn't, I used to do spa showers. So I would shut the lights off. I would put candles on. I would put an incense or essential oils on the wall because of the, the steam it takes away your seeing senses, so you're more in your feeling, smelling senses. Put soft tones on, frequency tones. How can you nurture yourself? How can you love yourself? How can you take care of yourself and your soul? You know, to go a little deeper here, I think I have an episode on this, but maybe not. Maybe I just recorded a reel or one something. This is a beautiful form of self-care. But another form of self-care is doing healing work doing release work, doing anything that you need to do to release what no longer serves you. Maybe it's going to therapy, counseling, breath work, coaching. Maybe it's working through the baggage and trauma of your childhood or from your first boyfriend that broke your heart and that still lingers. Or maybe there was abuse or maybe there's just pain that you need to move through, forgiveness you need to do. That is true self-care for your soul. I believe I do have an episode on this, so scroll back. That was also included because as you heal and you're releasing that no longer serve you, you can step more into who you're becoming, more into your feminine energy. 
In 2021, when I began my breathwork facilitator program as a student, I don't believe I would be as much in my feminine now if I didn't do the healing work and release work that I did in that program. I did so much healing and so much release. So just something that I recommend for you, lovely loves. Okay, let's keep going. Um, I don't know what number, number one, we have two more. Creative activities. Find ways to express yourself. Maybe ask yourself, what did you like to do when you were a child, right? Did you like to dance? Did you like to paint? Did you like to write poetry? Did you like um, playing an instrument? Did you like pottery class? Did you like fashion and thinking of outfits? Like, I don't know. How can you create more? How can you let go of the serious self that has to do so much? and add more play and ease into your life. Because when you're adding play, you're having fun, you're operating in joy. And let me tell you, your vibration rises when you're in joy. You're a magnet to your manifestations. Opportunities and rewards come to you because you're just in a state of joy. Come back to those childlike activities. I like to dance a lot. I like to play games. Um, I don't really paint, but I like to cook. Cooking's a form of creativity, right? How, how can you add more of that in? And finally, my last tip, these are all things that have helped me, but this one has helped me a lot too, is time in nature. For me, the model in my brain of a feminine energy is a woman who's connected to nature, the plants, the trees, the animals, like that's in my brain, but nature's a perfect way to embody this slow, present flow. Think of nature. Nature doesn't worry. It always, if there's an abundant amount of leaves, it always has faith that it's going to have the food and sun and rain that it needs. It's trusting. It's releasing. It surrenders. It goes through seasons effortlessly. Like if we can be more like nature, we can move through life with more grace and ease. So how can you give yourself a break from day-to-day chaos and go outside for a walk? Sit under a tree. Observe the birds chirping. Meditate outside. Nature is so healing and it's so life-changing to look into. Oh, I really have developed a really beautiful relationship with nature. And it's funny because, like I said, I'm working with a coach to embody more of my feminine energy and I've done a lot of healing around bugs. I don't really love bugs, but <laughs> I'm learning in this phase right now of like doing more healing with bugs and not having to kill them right away. And maybe I save them and put them outside. I mean, that's never going to happen with a cockroach. I told her that. I'm like, Ugh. I like want to vomit when I think of that. But I'm thinking like little bugs, right? Like just seeing them as little creatures that are a part of our ecosystem. Um, trying to embody more of my feminine energy here versus like this giant that kills bugs. But Anyways, these are my tips. And so a great practice to do is to set aside a day where you have nothing planned. You can let yourself just flow through the day based on how you feel, what you desire to do. Let your intuition guide you. That's something that I'm still working on because I like to plan everything. I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to do you know, the gym at this time. We'll go to the beach at this time. Then we'll go out to dinner, which is great. But what if I just flowed? Evan and I just got back from our trip to California where we drove the coast from San Diego to Napa, San Francisco area. And it's actually the first trip both of us have either have not 
planned anything. We planned our Airbnb stays. So at least I did that because I don't think I could do not that. But other than that, we didn't know what we were going to do, where we were going to go, where we were going to eat. And we were just so in a flow state, right? Like I said, men have feminine energy too. So this is a concept that if you're a partner or you're or you're, um, you're, you're a man and you want to learn to tap into your feminine energy as well, like, good, flow more. This isn't just a woman's thing. It's feminine energy that we all have. And so the more you're aware, the more you slow down, the more you flow, the more in tune you become with the difference in energies of when you're doing versus when you're being, you get to find a more harmonious way of living in life with more balance and more ease and embody more of this feminine energy and it has completely changed my life and I know it's going to change it more because sometimes like I've had times where I've had opportunities come up out of nowhere and I'm like oh my god I didn't have to do anything for this I was just in a state of receiving it's so freaking cool it's so cool so those are my tips on how I have been able to embody more of my feminine energy in a world full of masculine I hope they support you and really help you go into the and go into your feminine energy and so as a recap feminine is the being it's the flow it's the ease listening your intuition into your body so get connected to your heart open up find ways of stillness observe your thoughts and your emotions i recommend meditation and breath work track your cycle ladies and see how you're feeling what workouts feel good what what are the trends what are the patterns Bring more dance and singing into your life, self-care practices, creative activities that make your inner child's heart smile, and spending more time in nature. And I hope with little by little, you'll begin to embody more of your feminine energy, more at ease. If you're more of the feminine energy and you need to do more masculine energy, maybe I... I think having a guest to share that one would be better because masculine energy is comes so natural to me and I can come up with tips, but I think it's better to have somebody find like my sister's very feminine energy and she's had to learn. She still is learning on how to do more masculine so that she can take action and achieve her goals. And so maybe we'll have her on and have her share how she's been able to do that. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I hope this was an eye-opening conversation, brought awareness to you, maybe have some ideas spiraling. And just as a reminder, if you know me, information is great, but it's shit unless you apply it and implement it into your life. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge, once you apply it, is. So don't just listen to this episode and be like, great, that was awesome, and not do anything with it. Apply one thing today. Go sing in the car. Go dance. Go meditate. Go journal how you felt today. Do something to take action so you can start implementing this into your life. And if you need support in going deeper with yourself so that you can embody more of a balance of these energies to improve your your life, your career, your business, your relationships, hit me up. Let me know. I have links to my coaching programs, Embrace Your Radiance and one-on-one coaching in the show notes below. And I'd love to support you in finding alignment and balance so that you can continue to manifest and create a life, business, relationships that you deserve. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this, tag me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Share it with a friend and I will see you next Tuesday 
for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep shining your light and have the most radiant day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.